I'm Father Paul Donison, and this is Praying with the Saints. Each episode will contain a shortened evening prayer service and also an opportunity for me to share a story from the life of a saint, an ordinary Christian like you and me who sought to follow Jesus in their generation. We're using the Book of Common Prayer 2019, and you can download the liturgy sheet off our website. And if you have a BCP 2019, you can turn to page 41, where evening prayer begins. But some of you will already have these words memorized. And for others, perhaps you'll simply want to listen and have these words prayed over you tonight. And we're encouraging you to share it with others. Tonight, I want to tell you the story of one of the most famous early Christian martyrs. This is the story of Polycarp. Let us quiet our hearts before Almighty God. Jesus spoke to them, saying, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Let us humbly confess our sins to Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from your ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against your holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done, and apart from your grace there is no health in us. O Lord, have mercy upon us. Spare all those who confess their faults. Restore all those who are penitent according to your promises declared to all people in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may now live a godly, righteous, and sober life to the glory of your holy name. Amen. The Almighty and merciful Lord grant you absolution and remission of all your sins, true repentance, amendment of life, and the grace and consolation of his Holy Spirit, Amen. O Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Our psalm this evening is Psalm 130, on page 446 of the prayer book. Out of the deep have I called unto you, O Lord. Lord, hear my voice. O let your ears consider well the voice of my supplications. If you, Lord, were to mark what is done amiss, O Lord, who could abide it? For there is mercy with you, therefore you shall be feared. I wait for the Lord, my soul waits for him. In his word is my trust. My soul waits for the Lord more than watchman for the morning, more than watchman for the morning. O Israel, trust in the Lord, for with the Lord there is mercy, and with him is plenteous redemption, and he shall redeem Israel from all their sins. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. The question we all should consider is, when our end comes, will it be a good end? Let me tell you the story of Polycarp. Polycarp is revered nearly as much as the very first apostles. In fact, 
Though little is known about his early life, several early accounts say he was a disciple of John. According to the church fathers Tertullian and Jerome, John consecrated Polycarp to be Bishop of Smyrna, which is Izmir today. We possess actually quite a bit of early writing about Polycarp from the early 2nd century. We have a letter from Ignatius of Antioch written to Polycarp. We have a letter from Polycarp written to the church in Philippi. And Irenaeus talks about meeting Polycarp when he was a young man, saying that there was incredible wisdom and sanctity that exuded from the man. But most famous of all is the account of Polycarp's martyrdom on February 23rd, 155 or 156 A.D. When Bishop Polycarp first heard that he was being hunted by the Romans, he was inclined to allow himself to be arrested immediately, but the Christian community pleaded with him to leave and avoid arrest. They told him they still needed their bishop. So Bishop Polycarp agreed and went to a farmhouse. But soon after, he was found out and the authorities came to arrest him. He had been warned in a dream that his death was imminent. So the old bishop stayed put and awaited his captor's arrival. And when the soldiers arrived, they were astonished at the welcome they were given by the old bishop. He greeted them calmly, spent time talking to them, insisted on offering the soldiers food and drink since the hour was late, and then Polycarp began to pray. And he prayed, and he prayed, and he prayed. His prayer lasted two hours. For in it, quote, he remembered everyone whom chance had brought him into contact with, small and great, known and unknown, as well as the entire worldwide church. When Polycarp finished his prayer, the soldiers stood in awe of him, and they no longer wanted to see him harmed. So the soldiers pleaded with Polycarp to comply with the Roman edict and simply utter the words, Kaiser Curios, Caesar is Lord. But Polycarp refused. He was taken to the Roman governor, and the governor also tried to persuade him to verbally renounce his faith so that he could be released and not face punishment. But Polycarp refused. Again, the Roman governor pleaded, saying, Take the oath and I will let you go. Just revile your Christ. But Polycarp was unmoved, famously saying, Eighty and six years have I served him, and he has done me no wrong. How then can I blaspheme my king and my savior? So the Roman governor threatened to throw him to the wild beasts. And then, since this seemed to have no effect, threatened to burn the bishop alive by fire. Polycarp responded again, The fire you threaten me with cannot go on burning for very long. After a while it goes out, but what you are unaware of are the flames of future judgment and everlasting torment which are in store for the ungodly. All through this examination, Polycarp remained calm and unmoved. He would not renounce his Christ. He would not renounce his fellow Christians. He would honor and follow his Lord unto the end. The Roman governor finally gave in 
and informed the gathered crowd that Polycarp had admitted to the crime of being a Christian. The angry mob immediately constructed a pyre and set the old man on fire. It is said that like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the book of Daniel being thrown into the burning fiery furnace by Nebuchadnezzar, that Polycarp too was unharmed by the flames. The soldiers had to finally resort to stabbing him to death. It's actually amazing that Polycarp being the bishop to Smyrna in so many ways lived in, in his life and his death, the words of Jesus written to the church in Smyrna. Polycarp would have read these words from Revelation 2 when his mentor, his teacher, John, sent these letters to the seven churches. Revelation 2, 10. To the church in Smyrna, Jesus says, Do not fear what you are about to suffer. Behold, the devil is about to throw some of you in prison, and you may be tested, and for ten days you will have tribulation. Be faithful unto death, and I will give you the crown of life. This is the story of Polycarp, the story of an ordinary saint that God empowered to impact his generation with the gospel. May his story inspire you and remind you that God is still in the business of empowering ordinary saints today. Let us confess we believe in the words of the Apostles' Creed, saying, I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day, He rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Lord, have mercy upon us. Christ, have mercy upon us. Lord, have mercy upon us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show your mercy upon us, and grant us your salvation. O Lord, guide those who govern us, and lead us in the way of justice and truth. Clothe your ministers with righteousness, and let your people sing with joy. O Lord, save your people, and bless your inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord, and defend us by your mighty power. Let not the needy, O Lord, be forgotten, nor the hope of the poor be taken away. Create in us clean hearts, O God, and take not your Holy Spirit from us. A Collect for Peace O God, the source of all holy desires, 
all good counsels and all just works. Give to your servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey your commandments, and that we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness through the merits of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. A Collect for Aid Against Perils Lighten our darkness, we beseech you, O Lord, and by your great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night, for the love of your only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. A Night Prayer Keep watch, dear Lord, with those who work or watch or weep this night, and give your angels charge over those who sleep. Tend the sick, Lord Christ. Give rest to the weary. Bless the dying. Soothe the suffering. Pity the afflicted. Shield the joyous. And all for your love's sake. Amen. We conclude tonight with the Collect for a Martyr on page 637 of the prayer book. Almighty God, you gave your servant Polycarp boldness to confess the name of our Savior, Jesus Christ, before the rulers of this world, encouraged to die for his faith. Grant that we may always be ready to give a reason for the hope that is in us, and to suffer gladly for the sake of our Lord Jesus Christ, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen. This concludes this evening's podcast, and I'm glad you joined us for Praying with the Saints. If this prayer podcast has blessed you, we encourage you to subscribe at ChristChurchPlano.org, and we encourage you to share this with your friends. I'm Father Paul Donison, and I'm looking forward to praying with you next time. Until then, I pray that you would have a peaceful night and a perfect rest.